0: Welcome to the Virtual Chapter Podcast, the show that helps you become a world-class virtual CEO, run a profitable and scalable online business, and build a thriving virtual team. We're talking the systems, strategies, and leadership skills that will help you show up, sell out, and do it all with a mountain of ease. Each week, we'll be breaking down the operations side of online business in a way that feels fun and inspiring. We'll share tech tools and tips, systems to streamline and scale, Secrets to hiring and leading your high-performing team, and interviews with leading business experts to show you what it really takes to build your business online. I'm your host, Nivek Harrison, CEO of The Virtual Chapter, an award-winning virtual support agency where we help leading coaches, consultants, and creatives build businesses bigger than themselves, create a global impact with a virtual team, and generate more cash than they ever knew possible. Are you ready to up-level your online business? Let's dive in. We have reviewed over 150 applications for VA roles in the last 12 months. It has been a process and we have learned a lot along the way, but our hiring process is something I am incredibly proud of. We have grown our team in the last two and a half years from me (laughs) as a solo service provider, through to my first hire was my sister and then my bestie. (laughs) And we have had over 20 VAs in our business um, and our podcast editors and our graphic designers (laughs) since then. We have hired a lot. We have interviewed a lot. We have reviewed a lot of applications. We've absolutely gotten it wrong sometimes and we've learned from that. We've had people who didn't turn out to be a great fit for us and that's just changed the way we do things. But I want to share this process with you because I'm incredibly proud of it. And I also think it's so important to have a really clear hiring process in your business, especially if you're looking for that incredible team member who is going to be with you long term. Hiring is not something that should be entered into lightly, hiring is not something that you can just do on a whim. It is something that requires intention behind it and requires a process to make it as easeful as possible. Now, this is absolutely part of the bread and butter of our business because we run an agency model. And for you, this might be something you only do a couple of times over the course of your business. It might be something you do for your VA You might have a couple of VAs over time, you might do for your OBM, you might do when you are bringing any other sort of support coach or other role into the business. Even if you're only going to do it a couple of times, because it's such an important part of your business, it is something I recommend doing really, really well. All right, now you get to steal our exact application process so that you can implement it into your own business. The first step is to get so incredibly clear on the role. I know I talk about this so often, but this is the thing that you need to get right before you go out to market and start looking for people, especially in the VA world, because One, there are so many incredible VAs out there, but the scope of skill is also so broad. Something one person does as a VA might be the complete opposite of what another person does as a VA. So while you are looking for a virtual assistant, you need to be clear on exactly the type of virtual assistant you're looking for. So the first thing, getting clear on that role, what this looks like, stop creating fancy ass job titles. People don't understand them. You're looking for a virtual assistant. You can call them something else internally. That's totally fine. But through the recruitment process, use the titles that are generally known and understood. Virtual assistant, online business manager, project manager, launch manager, social media manager, <laughs> customer service assistant. Use the language that people already know. Um, as much as like we have technically, we have a position in our team that is our chief happiness officer. <laughs> that's an internal role, right? People don't need to, we we didn't recruit for that. <laughs> we um that's my partner for those of you who don't know my partner's role is chief happiness mainly my happiness obviously but (laughs) ensuring our team and our clients are feeling really really supported in working with us but that's an internal if I was going back out to market we would look for a different job title that more fits the role don't don't overcomplicate this you're looking for a virtual assistant it's okay to call them that The next thing is to get really clear on your non-negotiables within that job description or within that role. So what are the things that have to happen? What are the criteria that somebody has to meet? This might be your time zone. This might be a location. If you have a a face-to-face component of the role, this might be certain non-negotiable skills or certain availability hours that they need to work, et cetera. What are the non-negotiables for you? Then we have the example tasks and responsibilities, a list of the things that they will likely be doing on a normal day or in a normal week in your business. This doesn't have to be everything, but if you're looking for a bit of a breadth, cover the big things so that you can demonstrate here's the variety of jobs that you might be performing within the business. I also recommend you include the values and the qualities that you're looking for. This could be you are looking for a really great communicator. You are looking for somebody who is reliable, somebody who is exceptional with time management, all of those sorts of things. What are the values and the qualities you want in this person? The next thing to include is the tools that they will be using. So we list out on our application or on our um, job description, which is a, a landing page on our website, we list out all the potential tools. Well, most of the potential tools, the ones that we use really frequently in our business. So when we're recruiting We can go, hey, these are the things we use. If you use these as well, or you're willing to learn these as well, we might be a great fit. At this stage, you should also be looking at your diversity and inclusion policy. And if you don't have one, I recommend going back to episode 35, um, where I had an incredible conversation with Annie Gashuru about diversity and inclusion in business. And I also spoke about why this, this policy is such an important piece of the process. And now that you've got all of that information, bring it all together into a job description. This can just be a Google doc. It could be a Canva PDF as is on a website. Cause like I said, this is obviously our bread and butter. We do this really regularly. (laughs) Find a way to share it so that you can give that information to people when they are applying. I also recommend in that doc, landing page, whatever it ends up being, include an about you or an about us about the business section so they can get to know your business. What do you do? What sorts of programs and offers do you have? Who do you serve so that they can understand who you are as well? I think that's really important. The next step after you've created the job spec is to create a really fun and useful application process. How do you want people to apply? So, While I would love for you to come directly to us and work with us, I usually recommend you look around for opportunities. You see what's out there so that you can find the best person. We do this a little bit internally when clients come to us anyway, because we've obviously got the team. You can meet multiple VAs if you want to, but I do recommend you look around, give yourself some options. (laughs) I know I probably shouldn't be telling you that my coach is going to be so mad that I've told you that. Having an application process is going to make that really simple for you. It's going to make it easier for you to share because you're not just going to get bombarded with DMs and emails, unless that's what you want. But you can be really specific on like, if you're interested, apply here. The point of the application process is... To get the information you need out of people, you're hiring contractors, not employees in most cases. So you do not need to ask for a CV, a resume, a cover letter, but you are looking for information. So our questions on our application form, it's pretty short and sweet. I think we've got about 10 questions tops. Obviously we get their name and their email address and the important information that we actually need to capture. We ask about, we ask for an overview of their journey. How did they get into this work? What do they do? Um, We ask them to share a little bit of life outside of business as well. We don't want one-dimensional humans who work 80 hours a week. I want people who have lives. Tell me about it. We ask what attracted them to the role and to working with our team. What attracted them to the business more broadly? We ask what sort of work they love to do. What is the favorite task a client could ask you to complete? And conversely, what don't you like? It's okay not to do everything. It's okay not to like everything. What don't you like? We ask how they best like to receive direction and feedback. We ask how they handle challenging situations and how they handle learning new technology or new tools. And then right at the end, we also have some fun questions to help us see a little bit more of the personality if it hasn't already come through in those answers. So we ask things like, what's your favorite TV show or movie that you could watch on repeat? What's your favorite beverage? What's your human design type? and we have one more question, (laughs) are leggings pants? These final four questions, I literally don't care about the answer. If you think leggings are pants, great. If you don't, fantastic. I don't care, but I want to see you right? I want to see you coming through the application. That's the really important thing. And I think that's what you should be aiming for in this application process. And really through your entire hiring process, you're looking for people and we're talking about micro teams, right? We're talking about maybe you and this one person, or maybe you and two other people in your team. Yes, there's a skill you need to find, but there is also a personality and a value and a quality that you need to look for in these people that suits you and your business. We have this whole application form set up in JotForm so everybody can apply online. It submits all their information. We get it all in a lovely table and then we've got some workflows built on the back of that where we can essentially approve or decline people um, and it automatically triggers emails to go out. Love that level of automation. (laughs) You could also do this in a Google form or in a type form any other way you want. You could just ask people to email you responses to the question. I just don't like working in my inbox. So I'm more happy not to receive (laughs) emails and spend the time setting up the process. Now that you've created your job description and the application process, it's time to share it. This is where we need to get creative in reaching out to find the right people. So this might look like sharing it on your socials, sharing it with your audience, maybe sending an email. We've done that with clients before um, where we've shared a job, available, we've shared available positions both via email and on social medias because there's an existing audience there. You, there are a bunch of virtual assistant groups that you can post the job into for applications. Look for ones that are based sort of, if, you, if geography is a consideration for you, you can look for virtual assistants based in your area. There's heaps of groups available. And also any other general business Facebook groups that you might be a part of, odds are there's virtual assistants in there too. You can post on LinkedIn. There are lots of options, but share it far and wide. You might even want to share it on your personal Facebook page. I've done this before because obviously prior to this business, I had a background leading very large teams. I have a lot of connections, um, many of whom have a project management or administration background. So I've previously shared publicly that we're looking for people as well. The reason that can, I want to talk to this a little bit. The reason that can be so helpful is because Especially this first hire, when we talk about this idea of this first hire in our business, there's a big trust element, right? There's a huge trust element of handing our business baby over and asking somebody else to look after it for us. So like I said before, my first hire was my sister. There is nobody on this earth I would trust more (laughs) to come in and support what still felt like my clients, they were absolutely still coming to work with me. I just couldn't take them on personally anymore. Who did I trust was my sister. Then it was my bestie who I'd worked with for the prior 10 years in a different life. Um, And from there, we started going out a little bit more broadly. I have hired people that I've built relationships with on TikTok. (laughs) And while I don't necessarily recommend that unless... Hiring is something you live and breathe. I had built this relationship with this person. So when they shared that they were going through a tough time and they'd been let go from their job and they were looking for some sort of job that offered them lifestyle flexibility, it made so much sense to me to reach out to this person and have a conversation. I still asked them to go through the entire application process because then they got to read the information. They still completed the application form. We still did an interview. All of those things still happened, but I tap them on the shoulder. You can absolutely do that. Maybe there's someone you know you want to work with. Maybe you've been following some VAs on social media and you really want them to apply. Tap them on the shoulder and ask them. All right. Now that you've shared it, hopefully you've got a stack of applications that have come in. It's time to shortlist. This is a really important stage. I really recommend where you can. You do this alongside a really trusted friend. If you've got an OBM in your business, maybe your OBM, your business partner. I do this with Drew, my business partner, my life partner. (laughs) We do this together. We often take the laptop out, go out to a cafe, have breakfast and work through the list that way. Sometimes in the past, we've included Falea, who's been in our team the longest and deeply knows what our VA clients are looking for. She's an exceptional OBM now, um, VA and OBM. She's incredible at her role. Um, So we've asked for her support in the shortlisting process. Particularly there was one round of applications where we got like over 80 applicants in for just that one round, um, which again, taught us a lot of lessons, right? We've discovered the groups that we didn't want to share in anymore because although we got those applications, they actually didn't meet what we were looking for. Um, So we shortlist. We start by removing anyone who doesn't meet those non-negotiables you set earlier. So for us, we're hiring subcontractors, right? They need to be a registered business. And that business for us right now needs to be in Australia or New Zealand. We're not taking on international hires at this point in time. It might be that an international hire is right for you. What are those non-negotiables that you decided on earlier? And start by removing people who don't meet those. Then we go through the remaining applications and review them compared to the overall job description of what we're looking for. I'm always aiming for a good mix of skills and also values, personal qualities, because I really do believe we can teach most of the skills that are required of our VAs, but I can't necessarily teach values. I can't necessarily teach you to give a shit about the business. (laughs) I can't necessarily teach you to show up, to have attention to detail. I really, the idea of attention to detail is a hard one. I don't think you can teach it. I think you can have structures in place to support it and make it easier for people to slow down, take pride and time in their work. But I also think a lot of that is values based as well. I aim to to narrow the shortlist down to no more than five people. I don't want to interview more than five people. That is plenty each round and usually Most of the people who we shortlist will go on to get a role with us, if not straight away, but pretty soon after. This will likely be different for you because you're looking for your one team member, your one VA or your one OVM, but narrow it down to five and then get them on, I was going to say the phone, that feels very old school. Get them on Zoom. (laughs) Invite your shortlist onto a Zoom interview. So this is the fifth and final step. Invite them onto a Zoom interview. It's really important that you meet these people. Right? You want to see who they are. Can they hold a conversation? Do you feel a connection with somebody? As my wonderful coach Ellie says, is it somebody you would go out for a drink with? Would you go out and have a glass of wine or a coffee with this person? So invite them onto a Zoom interview. Prepare your questions in advance so you know what you're going to ask. Try to avoid rehashing everything that's already in your application form. Ask expanding questions so that you can go a bit deeper to what you've already gathered. And then I run these interviews by first resharing about the business and the role and what we're looking for, and then asking them questions about themselves and their skills and seeing where that conversation flows. Like I said, I really think about the personality at this point because I've likely already got a great feel for their skills based on the application. I've probably done a little bit of a stalk of their social medias or website. Now I'm like, is this person somebody that I can see fitting into our team culture? Especially when you're talking about a micro team of under five, does this person gel with me? Because at the end of the day, they might have the best skills. They might tick all the boxes in terms of their ability to do the job. But if you can't have a conversation with them, that's going to be a really hard relationship to maintain are you getting along with this person? Does the conversation flow? Do they feel like a really great fit? From there, ideally you've picked one, maybe two people that you like. I always recommend doing a test project, a paid test project, just so you can essentially vet those skills that somebody is saying they have. So if you're bringing somebody in to help you with Canva social media designs, and you can't see that in their work, maybe, I mean, you can absolutely ask them to share a portfolio with you through the application process, but maybe, you know, they don't have social media yet and you haven't been able to see the type of work that they're creating, get them to do a test project so that you can see the quality and the type of work, maybe even understand a little bit about their process so that you can just make sure you're getting that really good fit. This is probably similar to what we would do in a more traditional hiring environment of getting references You can absolutely ask for references if you want to. I don't. The reason I don't is because we do tend to work with a lot of newer VAs who haven't necessarily worked with a lot of clients so far. And they've been very much in a space of figuring themselves out and what they want to work with. So I know that potentially some client feedback is going to come almost a little bit biased because they either haven't continued because they haven't found it's a great fit, or maybe they've taken on clients that they now know they wouldn't take on all of those sorts of things. If you do feel like you want references, absolutely ask for them, ask for them if they can, you know, connect you with one of their existing or, you know, recently past clients. So you can maybe ask some questions, have a conversation. That's totally fine. It's also one of the reason I often recommend asking for recommendations when you're hiring from a trusted source. So maybe that's your coach or a program or community you're a part of. They're going to know people. They're going to know people who serve your niche as well. Um, So getting those recommendations can add that level of trust to the hiring process too. And then from there, if it all pans out, you're through to your final steps of making the offer and going through the onboarding process, which should always include a contract. And most VAs, online business manager service providers, should have a contract that they're providing you with. You are also so welcome to work with a lawyer and create your own contracts that you're sharing with your team. That's totally fine. Go through the contract, go through onboarding. And I think we've spoken about onboarding in a previous episode because it's really important that at that stage of business at that stage of the relationship where you're getting so new like it's it's so new and you really need to set those foundations for success onboarding is incredibly important like one of the most important things that you could do in business if you want to hear more about the importance of onboarding, go back and listen to episode number 7 where I spoke about building how to build a micro team for success at scale and onboarding is a big piece of that. All right. I hope you've loved this little sneak peek into our application process and that you can implement this in your own business for the next hire that you're making because I think having having a process, having the awareness around the process, the intention around the process is going to make it so much easier for you to find the right fit and find the right fit who's going to stay with you long-term. As always, I would love to continue the conversation. Come on over to Instagram at the virtual chapter and let me know if this episode was helpful. And if you've got any questions around the hiring process, I would love to chat with you. We also have really limited availability within within the agency right now if you are looking to work with a virtual assistant. So if you know that you are ready to outsource, you've gone through that first process of getting really, really clear on the role, I would love to have a conversation with you about how we can support you. Head on over to thevirtualchapter.co forward slash book to complete an application form and find out more. I'll see you next time.